Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. Mm-hmm. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Oh my gosh, I am smelling you the coffee in this room. John, can you smell this coffee in there? Oh, it's wonderful. Rich. I, I tell you, we've got Java Relief with us today, and they brought us presents, John. I'm super pumped. We have, got, we have got coffee in front of us. It just smells so good. Sister, are you listening? My sisters love coffee. They're intravenously fed by coffee. <laughs> and and listeners, you're probably going, what the heck, Suge, are you talking about today? Well, my name is Suge Burry, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. And yes, the hot topic today is coffee. I know you're finding that hard to believe, <laughs> but coffee has come from the topic today. And I've got two guests with us here today that I can't wait to pick their brains and find out how do you tie coffee in with this subject. So today's subject is called Hearing from God and Acting on It. Hearing from God and acting on it. You know, oftentimes we ask ourselves, does God really talk to us today? I mean, Suge, aren't you a little wacko crazy if you said, well, I think God was talking to me in this area. And we're going to be talking about not only hearing from God, but then taking that extra step and acting on it. And so here we're going to put the pressure on today with Steve and Brandy Seawert. No, it's not going to be too much pressure, but you guys welcome. I'm so glad you're on the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Ladies, let me tell you a little bit about our two guests. Steve and Brandy, are, by the way, they're married, and they live in Waconia, Minnesota. They have been married for 27 years. They have two kids. A shout-out to their son, Shale, who's a senior in college, and their daughter, Jada, whom they adopted from China. She is a junior in high school. Oh, are you guys on your knees, like, all the time with kids that age? <laughs> <laughs> They're good kids, thankfully. Oh, good thing. I was on my knees, and my, I had good kids, too, but, they, I, you know, there were mm-hmm. those times, mm-hmm. Shelly sure. and Ben. Yep. Shelly and Ben, love you out there. Uh, Steve is a partner at an advertising design firm at DW Creative. You guys go on their website, javarelief.com, and check it out. I thought he did such an excellent job on that, and he's with the design firm DW Creative. He's enjoyed a variety of clients consisting of traditional corporations as well as nonprofits and churches. Well, there you go, Steve. I'm a nonprofit. I need your help. <laughs> um, Brandy, his beautiful, gorgeous wife, who's yes. sitting to the left of me, uh, spent 20 years at home raising their kids. I can't even believe you have kids that old. I mean, you look really, it must be the coffee that's preserving <laughs> you. You look so good. As a family, they have traveled on many missions trips to different areas of the world, and in recent years, this has intensified as they have established organizations helping those in need. Now, we're going to get to the 
that tag that goes together with hearing from God and acting on it and Java Relief. I went to their website and I clipped this off of it. And why did I do that? Because ladies, I want you to hear this. On their website, javarelief.com, it says our passion and desire is to help children at risk around the world. Their hearts have been broken, seeing the overwhelming need and sadness of so many of these sweet kids, whether they're orphans, slave, sex trafficking victims, or living in an unsafe and impoverished environment. They just want to bring light to this dark place. Their goal is to raise money. Yet you heard me right. They want to raise money through the sale of the coffee and other merchandise to make the world a better place and to provide hope for children. We feel that it is God-given task to fight for those children. I mean, who's going to do it? If we don't do it for them, who's going to do it? To provide meals, clothing, education, and better homes. They have traveled and ministered to kids in in Haiti, Ukraine, Africa, Mexico, Honduras, Belize, and Jamaica. They have also worked with children in the United States and have partnered with missionaries in India. Oh, my goodness. I am so pumped. Ladies, check them out on javarelief.com. <laughs> now, people will wonder, and I'm going to ask you first, Brandy, if I could. People wonder, how do I even hear from God if that's the topic of today? And how do you know what I'm supposed to do next? Well, first, I think it goes um, without saying probably that we all hear from God in different ways. Uh, for me personally, I hear from him because he plants a little seed in my mind of a thought and then he repeats that idea over and over until I finally get it. And, and of course, we can hear from him through the word and through other people. Um, those are my primaries. But, but mine, even so much as to say, I hear him say to me, Brandy, I want you to do this. And I say back to him, no, I'm not. And he says, <laughs> yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. And he said, you told me you would do whatever I asked. So that's, that's my way of hearing from him. You remember the story of Jonah and the fish? Yes. <laughs> he said, no, look what happened. Right. right. Okay. Right. You know, I think we, I think we got a school of hard knocks. We got to learn quicker than that. I right. Say yes right away. Amen. Mm-hmm. Steve, do you hear the same way from the Lord? Does he have to tell you over and over again? Yeah. Um, Brandy, Brandy's right. Everybody's different. Um, but for me, um, I just have to be in the right place in my spiritual walk with him to hear from him because there's times when I'm closer to him um, than others. And I I just feel like if he's being silent, it's because I'm not where I should be spiritually. And um, so I I feel like if, if I'm walking in sin, which I do now and again, it's like a wall goes up and I can't hear from him. And Mm -hmm. so I have to, I have to be in step with him and just yearn to hear from him and and cry out to him and and i'm not a super fast processor so i i have to um it it sometimes takes time and to get in in step with hearing and and mostly it's being quiet and um just being still sure and and just um praying and and begging like lord i need i need your insight on this um and he he shows up Amen. He does show up big time, especially when we reach out to him and we confess our sins and we say, Lord, I just don't feel connected to you. I mean, you know, ladies, you can do that. You can just talk to God like it Mm -hmm. is. It doesn't have to be a big old fancy prayer. Right, Steve? Right. That's right. And so people wonder, how do I hear from God? I did a show um, a while back called, How Do I Hear God's Voice Amongst the Chaos? 
You know, mm-hmm. ladies, if you've got kids, you know what I'm talking about. But how do I hear God's voice? Go back and listen to some of the steps that we talked about in there. Um, you know, again, Brandy mentioned that it's God's word. It's our study. It's our prayer time with him. And, you know, I hear oftentimes through prayer that whisper, that soft whisper of a voice. Um, so you're hearing from God. How do you know what your next steps are? Can you tell us a little bit about Java Relief and how that got started? Well, we were on a mission trip to Haiti. And we had been to many other places, many other slums around the world. And when we um, were taken into the slum of City Soleil, we met a young um, Haitian man who was going to be a medical doctor. He's a medical student. And he showed us an area that was the worst of the worst in this slum that is um, the worst in the Western Hemisphere. And he said to us, one person can do something. And he said, here children sleep where pigs sleep. Mm. And those kinds of words and those images really caught our hearts. And I just remember flying home and looking down over Haiti as we left and realizing that this was going to be the thing that changed what we do back home. Um, We both knew at that point um, that our hearts had been captured, and we needed to we needed to just do different and so um, i didn 't know what that was, and i wasn 't having a very good time listening to God on that because I had my own mind on what I wanted to do um, and i 'm glad god didn 't listen to me because that would have meant that I would have been li- I would be living in Haiti right now, so mm. how um, would have that gone over Steve <laughs> yeah i yeah, I didn't have that in mind at all. Um, I knew, I mean, my heart was broken when we walked through that slum too. And I, both of us have been to slums elsewhere in Africa. And, um, but this was different because um, we didn't see a whole lot of hope there. Um, the kids were, a lot of them were naked. Most of them were really filthy. And they were all just, their faces just showed a desperation, a helplessness. Like they had no hope at all. And they were, they were starving. You could see it, and um, and I I wept through that when I walked through that area. Um, I can I can take it, and um, both of us when we got home were like, okay, we've we've been on these trips before, but this one really rocked our world, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't live life the same anymore. And so I knew Brandy wanted to do something. Um, I don't think it was in the cards to move. <laughs> to Haiti, but um, I said, well, let me pray about it, and um, so I did. I, I spent three mornings, um, not all morning, but um, a significant amount of time, three days in a row, praying mm-hmm. about it, and I and I was at that point where I was in desperation, like, I know we need to do something. What is it? And, and the first thing he said to me was, you need to build a, a coffee truck. And, a what? <laughs> <laughs> and I... And I said, okay, with all due respect, you are the, you know, the king of kings and lord of lords and the creator of everything around me that I'm seeing, but that's a really stupid idea. <laughs> you didn't use stupid to God, did you? <laughs> but, yeah, it was like I, I just waved it off as, okay, I don't know where that came from. Um, but the next morning, same thing. And But he kept clarifying and, and building, like, this vision of it. And I'm in advertising, so I get, um, you know, putting together videos or compelling stories. Um, and this coffee truck would be a, a, an awareness piece, with which Brandy and I knew we had to do. We didn't, we didn't have a lot of money to pour into this. I mean, it's a significant amount of money to make a change in the slum. And 
Um, I'm not, I'm horrible at asking for money. And I thought, okay, so we could start a business. We could take 100% of the profits, work for free. We could generate money this way. And, and, I, and, and I could help create um, content around it. And we could take this truck around and, and show this video. So if you're just listening, I got a show for you today. It is about coffee, ladies. I know we all love coffee, but it's about hearing from God and acting on it. I have two guests here today, Steve and Brandy Seawert, and they are with javarelief.com. And this is how javarelief.com started right from the beginning. Um, And if you wonder from time to time, how does God speak to me? Well, first of all, I'm asking you to invite him into your life. That's what you have to do. You need to say yes to Jesus. You need to say, yes, I invite you into my world, Lord. I want you to guide me. I want you to come alongside me. And not only that, then he gets a passion. He puts a passion on our heart that both of you experienced when you traveled and you saw the slums and these difficulties. You came home, you prayed for three solid days, uh, you know, in the mornings and I'm sure afternoons, evenings, you probably got home and was just couldn't get this off of your mind. And then God put on your heart, what? He put a coffee truck on your mind. What happened next, Steve? Well, it was pretty overwhelming because I'm not a coffee snob. I am now, but I wasn't at the time. <laughs> and I would just um, drink coffee f- to get the caffeine, really. Yeah. And um, I knew nothing about food trucks. I knew nothing about, really, uh, not a whole lot about retail other than I like to shop now and again. Mm. Um, or what? a lot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's changed. Can, can anyway. we talk? <laughs> Didn't Joan Rivers used to say that? Can we yeah, talk? Right. Let's have a discussion on that. So it was a big um, task to get my head around. Um, so as I processed it, I um, I, I was like, what I do, um, I pitch ideas um, at work. And so I had to do that with Brandy. So I just, I really had to create a brand around job relief. Job relief um, came to mind. Did you um, make her a cup of coffee and sit down with her and say, I've got something to tell you? No, because it's that night. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, she had to go to bed. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I put a, a pitch deck together and I presented everything, like website, not built out in its entirety, but I, you know, I, I gave it to mm-hmm. her and she sat there with her arms crossed across the table and I wasn't getting any read on her at all. But I thought this could work. Yeah. This could work. Yeah. And she said, I have to sleep on it. And that was all I got out of her. Well, like I said, I, I kind of thought I was going to get a pair of boots for a gift and be on my way to Haiti. Oh. Um, but he, he gave me this idea, and I felt like he, like he had put a book title on a page and told me, here, write this book. Because really it was presented that this would be my thing. Now this is what I would do with my life is sell coffee. And I thought... What in the world? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but, you know, God was uh, faithful to put us both on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's how it started. And don't you think that's how God speaks to us? He first, as you had said, Brandy, you know, he, he brings things to mind for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. oftentimes. And especially, you know, he tells us that we know his voice. It right. says that in Scripture. The more you get to know God, the closer you come to Christ, the more you get to know his voice. Mm-hmm. And no, you're not crazy, ladies. You're equipped. I mean, I can't yeah. wait to see what God does in your life as he speaks to you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you know it was for sure God? Did you have any reassurances that you felt along the way? I really went with um, how Steve was feeling about it and really just the um, the way it just continued to fall together and make sense and um, 
yeah, just the confidence, the um, the heart confidence that mm-hmm. you feel in prayer. Mm-hmm. And it glorifies God, what you Absolutely. guys are getting. You know, you put together this fabulous um, company, Java Relief. You're making coffee. It, you know, all of the proceeds are going towards helping other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and none of it was for your glory, but it was right. all for God's. Amen? Right. right. Yeah, right. And it's like Steve said, I, I could have, and it was it had crossed my mind, I could just go to work at a retail shop and make money and send it all somewhere to help children. But that was, that wasn't the point. The point was we wanted other people to be aware of, of these small stories that we share on our website of people who are suffering, of children who are suffering. And we found that people really want to be involved and, um, and, and we really can, we can give a need to them. We can post a need on social media or, you know, through an email blast and, and say, this is a need we have right now if anybody wants to partner with us, and they can see it. They can see the change um, in that person. Amen. And what impact have you seen from following the call to start Java Relief? Um, yeah, we've, uh, it's been just, it's just been awesome to see what he has done um, in so many areas. Those kids that were so desperate in City Soleil, um, we're working with another guy in um in Texas, Ricky Berg, who we travel with quite a bit, and um, working with him and Lucan um, in City Soleil. In City Soleil, we've been able to um, get seventy-six of these kids uh, in the school that has they had no hope of ever going to school, and some of them started as late as like thirteen or fourteen years. Wow, seventy-six! And feeding them every day, and and bringing in on Saturdays um, over two hundred kids, and and feeding them, and having. Um, having church on Sunday in that slum as well. And we've been able to um, get to know the people won't go into this slum, um, local Haitians, and there's no police in there too. So it's really run by gangs. And we've uh, been able to minister to the gang leaders mm-hmm. um, and just really they've be- be- become a part of our life. Um, the head gang leader who was packing heat last time gave me a hug and he told me he loved me. I mean, oh. how, what gets better than that? Oh, amen. Amen. <laughs> I can die now, Jesus. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to share with our listeners the impact that the fact that you listen to God and you acted on it with Java Relief, selling coffee to help those in, 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 in need, expands beyond what we would ever guess. You've bought mm-hmm. school supplies both locally and internationally. Mm-hmm. You help with education to cover costs in slums. Uh, you do women's seminars. You spoke to that a little bit earlier with me. Um, eye surgery for a young girl with a growth covering her eye. A wheelchair for a young boy in a slum. Rent and other ongoing needs to survivors of lifetime of trafficking and their children locally. Christmas gifts, breakfast, treats, you know, all these things you're doing. You're helping with rent um, in special needs orphanages. And I'm just, and, you know, refrigerators, freezers. I mean, you guys have done so much stuff. I want to get down to the last item. Um, that I had read about, which is the Royal Family Kings mm. Camp, which is a foster kids camp in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm all about foster care kids mm-hmm. because a lot of the women I deal with inside a prison, their kids oh, are sure. in foster care. Sure. And so I can't tell you how many times they've cried. They've been upset. Shook. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my kids are at. I don't know who they're with and I'm worried about them, et cetera. Are they with a good family? And just to know that you guys, through your coffee, through Java Relief, have helped this camp um, uh, uh, provide foster kids a great place to go to. Yeah. Um, and so 
this financial donations that are coming off of Java Relief is amazing. I was telling them, I want this in Costco. I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you have any, you know, anything to do with Costco, would you guys please look these guys up? Java Relief. They are selling coffee. Why? So that they can do the greater good in Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to make sure I touch base too on one boutique, which has grown from this. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, One Boutique um, has grown from this because as I have been home for so long with my children, um, thinking what could I do next, Java Relief takes up a little bit of my time, but not a lot. So um, just in prayer, really over four years of prayer, um, God laid it on my heart that I would open a shop, which I've never wanted to run a store. Um, And anyway, it was confirmed time and time again by different things that have happened. And so... um, so now we have one boutique in Waconia. And it's it's one, like the number O-N-E one. O-N-E period. O-N-E period it, boutique. Yep. One purchase, one life, one story. Um, God was very clear with me on the name of that um, shop. And uh, everything we sell in the store, along with our Java Relief products, everything else, though, is made um, by people who have been taught a skill to get out of the life they were living of trafficking, prostitution, um, extreme poverty, refugee camp people. And then and then we still sell Java Relief and all the profits continue to go to children at risk. Amen. And can yeah. they buy online or do they have to come to Waconia? Well, I love to see people in Waconia because it's such a great town. But we also are setting up to have products online Toward the end of the year. Yeah. Good. Wonderful. Which, ladies, if you're listening, will be uh, right away. So I just encourage you Mm -hmm. to go online, find them, One Boutique, um, and I want you to go on there and buy and purchase holidays, birthday gifts, I mean, all these things. Why? Because you're helping God's kingdom expand, and you're helping people that don't have, and we're allowing these products to be sold, and all the profits are going towards helping the cause of Jesus Christ. I'm so excited for you too. I'm just so blessed. What would you share with our listeners? What words of wisdom would you share about when you hear that voice and taking those first steps? Steve, can you share with us on that? Yeah, I just uh, want your listeners to know that um, you may say, well, I don't hear from God. And it's it, it might be that that I'm just not equipped for that. And I just want to say that's, that's a lie from the enemy. Um, Hearing from God isn't a spiritual gift. It's not, you know, like wisdom or mercy or leadership. Um, it's, it's not a spiritual gift. Everybody should talk to God. He wants to talk to you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He 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 wants to. I mean, the the verse that came to mind was uh, Revelation three twenty, where it says, "I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, and he with me." He wants to sit down with you and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. You just have to open that door because mm-hmm. he's right there. He's wait- You don't have to be a believer to have him come talk to you. He's right there. So just open up and invite him in. And then follow the action steps. I mean, when yeah. he prompts your heart, mm-hmm. listen to it. Don't don't wait for him to pound you over the head with, you know, I've got to tell you time and time again, Shug, listen up. I mean, it's happened in my life as well. Right. But now I tend to really be in prayer and watch for God to show me um, through signs and wonders and all the great things of scripture. um, Should I be taking that next step, God? What direction do you want me to go in? And sometimes he's super clear Mm -hmm. and other times it's a step of faith. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. And, and don't miss out. It's the best 
an adventure. It's just really crazy what he will do. Don't miss out. I love that. You guys are missing the greatest joy ride Mm -hmm. ever if you're not paying attention to his promptings. Amen? Mm -hmm. I agree. You guys, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing about hearing from God and acting on that. I mean, the promptings. You've listened to God. You had it on your heart. You saw the need. And God is just making you guys catalysts in this world to go out and make such a great impact with all of the contributions and all the things you've done. I believe God's not done with this ministry. It's going to grow even larger and bigger yet. Costco, are you listening? So let's do Java (laughs) Relief in every store. It's called Hope for Children at Risk. And wake up and do something good, people. Wake up, have some coffee, and every time you make that pot of coffee, know that you are helping someone get the need that they have. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm. Ladies, this is Shugbury, Him for Her Radio, over and out.